Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Longer and more rambling than Anthony Mackie's speech at the Game Awards is VGC, a video game podcast with me, Jordan Midler, and Chris Scullion. This week, a few things have happened, namely the Game Awards, oh, and uh, the first trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6. But first, how are we doing, Chris? It's been so long since I've seen you, brother. It's been a very long time. Yeah. I'm feeling rather rough today. Yeah, this is the, this is the Radio 4 episode of the VGC podcast. We're down here. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about uh, the Game Awards and the medium of games in general. It's one of those ones where, like, um, one of the joys of being a, a based in the UK usually is we get to cover all the news in the morning before Americans wake up. Um, yeah, this is one of these karma events where we have to our game awards started at half past twelve in the after midnight, and then we didn't finish till like half four. Um, <laughs> and it's now like mere hours later, <laughs> we're up yeah. the next day, like doing the podcast. So I feel like I've gone. 60 minutes in the ring with Christopher Judge. I'll rephrase that. I feel like I've been, <laughs> I've been fighting with Christopher Judge for 60 minutes. <laughs> well, you are ringing Christopher Judge aside. Um, I know I'm preaching to the choir here because you have a human child, but it's one of those things. The the, the dugs needed to get up and get out. So right. I just had to get up anyway. So I'm, I'm struggling L- to actually luckily, open my eyes in the face of these studio lights because Jesus. Luckily, like the, my, my wife usually insists adamantly that we both get up and, and help the, uh, the kid get ready for school How dare um, she? but uh, it's outrageous like this this 50 50 thing it just won't work um <laughs> but like uh, amazingly like last night like, the christmas miracle like the, the, the angels star shone through the, the window and she said just sleep in this morning i'll get her ready and so I've, I've only i just woke up like 20 minutes before we started so that was good but very nice um that's very good of her shout out to Mrs. Scullion, um, whose identity will protect for her own <laughs> reputation, you know, don't want to be known as the person married to Chris Scullion. Um, let's, yeah. let's crack on with this because we've got an absolute mountain of stuff. Um, this will not be a comprehensive list of everything announced at the Game Awards because there was loads. If you want that, you can go to VGC for all of the announcements or check Twitter or check anywhere else social media is available so i've picked out some highlights and some surprises uh god of war ragnarok valhalla has been announced and it's out next week uh the 3dlc expansion will add a roguelike mode to the game chris this was a pretty pretty surprising one let's peel the curtain back slightly before this show we had a good idea about 90 percent of the stuff that was going down including arguably the biggest announcement but this one Mm -hmm. we didn't really see coming no, even to the point that before we were saying, will Sony have anything at all? Um, yeah. And so we weren't really expecting anything from Sony. Um, it, it's, it's about as probably as good as we could have hoped from Sony in, in the circumstances, because like the situation just now with Sony is that there, there aren't a lot of big kind of first party exclusives 
like like made by Sony themselves um, that we know of yet, and they usually save these for often save these for their own state of play things. So I wasn't expecting anything big at the Game Awards, but this is probably the the, the next best thing is like big deal unknown DLC for one of the biggest games of last year um, or the year before even, um, and oh, and it's out in like five days or something. So um, yeah, there'd been like. There'd been chat about a God of War DLC, but it, it, when it was a frame to me, it was always like an ex- an actual um, story expansion. That seems more like um, <clears throat> so. In the game, there's these like uh, Musfulheim trials. Mm-hmm. You go to one realm, and it's all about it's, it's it's like trials of strength and things like this. It's like trying to beat as many enemies as you can in a certain amount of time. It's pretty arcadey. It's pretty old school God of War compared yeah. to the other stuff, which is very like slowly walking and going boy and like going through wee cracks and stuff like that but um yeah this is a it's a cool one cool announcement uh for uh something that uh is it's a weird kind of friend with sony because returnal got the same thing it got a like a roguelike update Uh, game developers just love roguelikes they must be like can we just do one we've got all these assets can we just do one see i can't stand them either (laughs) it's like I, I, i i just i can't I always, I always want to be making progress, and and I mean yeah. like like steady forward progress, not um two steps forward, one step back, four steps forward, three steps back. I I, I want to just kind of go on with it. I only get so many hours of the day. Um, I appreciate a lot of people like it because it's like means longevity and like you get your money's worth and stuff like that. But nah, not for me. Um, I, I like multiple games instead of one game that you play for ages. Fair enough. Do you like um confusing not quite game, not quite movie, not quite experiences? Because I've got one for you. It's my favorite Next genre. story. Hideo Kojima showed up with Jordan Peele of Nope fame to introduce OD, uh, which we know is previously known as Overdose. It might still be. Might still stand as overdose, stand for overdose because Kojima was on Twitter and he was like, "OD doesn't stand for open the door." It's like no one, no yeah, one yeah. in a million years would have guessed that it stood for open the door. Uh, uh, Kojima, um, yeah, they appeared on stage and talked for uh, forty-five minutes, fifty minutes, an hour and a half about um, a couple, of not hours. a lot. Uh, what do you what do you think of this? This was um, this was cool. Went on too long for me. Yeah, I think the teaser itself was interesting, just purely in terms of showing off the tech, because the teaser didn't really show a lot. It just showed people shiting themselves, well, not literally, just their faces. Um, and, and just, <laughs> That'd like, be like, great. Proper <laughs> Japanese toilet humor of people just going. <laughs> oh, I'd no. love that. Um, it, was, it was basically it's like a bunch of faces of people being scared. Like Udokir was one of them, which is interesting. Like the one, the last one, Ed was like a wee boy and like just had the most terrified look on his face. Like at one point, I was like, "This is, this is disturbing." Was that not the lassie for the new it films? Oh, was it girl? Ginger lassie? I think it was her. I don't oh, actually it? know. Sorry, all these, not, all not, these wee people just look like they were on Stranger Things to me. I have be, absolute face blindness. I should put. I, I should have put this disclaimer in at the start. But just for those who missed, who didn't get the memo at the start of this podcast, we're shattered. Um, so there's, there's going to be like plenty of mistakes in this, more mistakes in this podcast than usual. So if I say that a popular actress is a wee boy, then just let it fly. Um, do you know where they can? Do you know where they can send that, Chris? They can oh, yeah. send their feedback. They can send it right fucking there. Oh, they can send it just, right for the, there. just for the just for the audio listeners, who's pointing to the bird, the, the old Austin three sixteen. Yeah. Um, I, I I I'm curious about it. I I think I get the feeling it's just called OD now. Because I think they've realised that the title may be problematic. 
like even even last night when I wrote, when we were working on the article and I jumped on YouTube to look I typed in overdose and I instantly got like a thing from the Samaritan saying, Are you okay? Blah blah blah, blah. okay that <laughs> this isn't gonna work for this game like going forward. The like, same thing everyone's used to gonna search overdose and get get that. The same thing used to happen for Suicide Squad, obviously, mm. because um this was before it was like a big brand, but back in the day when you would search stuff about the Suicide Squad when it was just a comic book, it'd be like, well, it's okay, we're here to yeah. help kind of thing. Um, I, I, well, I'm looking forward to uh, Kojima's Death Stranding spin-off jumping in front of air train. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be going good. Uh, and the sequel, Gubbin 40 Ibuprofen. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- this was a... Jordan Peele is in Kojima's uh, roster of... Um, directors that he likes to kick about with and he says there's more collaborators more legends that he will collaborate um so to we'll del see. toro then yeah i mean probably del toro uh churches will do a song for it it's, it's all it's all the usual yeah. T- timmy chalamet has probably been scanned for his little digital archive um yeah, i would quite like because if he's getting loads of people involved and um Jordan Peele's talking about how it's, it's revolutionary and what this guy's doing is like nothing you've ever seen. Uh, in my head, I'm now picturing like a almost like a horror anthology type thing, almost like a Twilight Zone like Tales from the Crypt creep show type thing where um, multiple different um, collaborators get involved in wee tiny episodes of one thing. And all yeah. he's doing just now is showing off the tech, and like that tech will be incorporated in different interactive stories or something that's that's complete guesswork uh but the you can't have that many people involved in just one project i don't think it feels like this thing's going to be a multi-story affair but that's just a hunch yeah it's it, it'll be interesting to see what the actual game portion of this um this uh offering turns out to be sorry mm. there's a for for the audio listeners and video listeners there's a large dog who's floating about in the office with me and she just keeps moving her nose towards stuff slightly nudging it to the point where i'm like she's got the full advent calendar mm. um so um ren do you want to be on the podcast say hello there you go she's she said hello thanks ladies and gentlemen uh she's also going to be part of od um i'm proud to announce uh surprising that this is what he was here for and not a word about death stranding 2 the game that he announced at the game awards last year was that i mean i know it was surprising to me because i had a story written for it but what, <laughs> did you expect him to did you expect him to um, do a, a, a do a Lex Luger, if you will, at the start of the show? He, he's talking about OD, comes back out for the end, and does Death Stranding. He's, he's changed all his gear. He just came back with glasses and a fake a fake beard on. Is that, is that by, <laughs> by, this, is, this is the Xbox Kojima. Um, I, I I was I expected Death Stranding more than I was expecting OD. OD sounds like and clearly still is the sort of thing that's ages away. Um, based yeah. on on that non trailer, um, so, it's a word document where they're just like putting wee bits and pieces into it. Exactly, it's like it's like proof of concept. My my first day with Unreal Engine five. Um, so <laughs> but, uh, it, um, I would I would have expected Death Stranded two more than I would have expected OD, but uh, you know that this guy Kelly will have him turn up to the opening an envelope, so that he'll, he'll be there next <laughs> next time and next time and next time. So. We'll see what happens. Uh, we certainly will. Next announcement, probably the biggest one in terms of stuff that not a lot of people knew about. Marvel's Blade is in development at Deathloop Studio, Arcane Leon. Uh, Bill Roseman and uh, Ding- uh, Dinga Bakaba was, uh, were at the show. Dinga was dressed as Blade, essentially, which uh, got to love. Um, on the Xbox Wire blog post, 
uh, Dinger said, uh, as a kid of mixed origins, I felt a special connection to Blade, a hero with dual heritage himself. The opportunity to put our spin on the character is a dream of mine and a challenge that our team will embrace with a passion. We couldn't be happier to put players in Blade's boots and become the champion of his hometown of Paris, one stake at a time. It's a third-person action game, uh, uh, owing to the fact that it's by Arkane Leon, which is a Bethesda studio, which is a Microsoft studio. This is a Xbox exclusive also on PC. Uh, pretty exciting. That's got a big pop in the room. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. I, I like Blade. I like the, the general, the the Blade series, of, of which it's been pretty the nice. Like, uh, Triple H is the Blade series, yeah. Mm, exactly. Um, I, 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 I frequently say some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill like on regular times. One of the greatest lines in cinematic history. Um, <laughs> the, the dramatic final line in the first Blade movie. It's like so bad. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. I, I, I doubt. Or I, I'm concerned that they won't have anything that matches the kind of nightclub scene from the first one, uh, which is like one of the coolest scenes in film history, I think. But um, anything with Blade in it, I'm up for. It. I believe there was a game back in the PlayStation Two days, maybe. There was certainly a Game Boy games I played it recently for the book, and it's hopeless. Um. So <laughs> I, I, I'm up for a nice Blade game. Blade has PS2 energy to me. That's like a that's an abs that's a PS2 action game like a hack mm-hmm. and slash also right it's a, similar to Wolverine if you get if you get what I'm saying yeah it's just one with one just... with a really slow camera that takes ages to rotate <laughs> yeah um with a Wesley Snipes like doing terrible quips that just repeat uh, over and over again <laughs> um the art style from the trailer seems cool it doesn't seem like it's going for like a hyper real kind of thing it's get pretty stylized but that's that's Arcane's bread and butter so mm-hmm. um. This is exciting. Uh, this is one that um, so there was there was swirling chat prior to the show about Arcane, and it was like, well, they're going to do Dishonored three, like what's happening. Um, but I think Blade Blade's an interesting direction, and Marvel Games, man, they're they're really it's it's amazing to me that it took them this long to be like, oh, here's the strategy. Let's just give the best developers in the world access to our IP, and then we'll mm. just get a suite of great games. Um, yeah. It's going to be good. Um. um... <clears throat> I've never really been into the Dishonored series. No, I don't like it. I just never started it. So, mm. um, if it had been Dishonored three, I would just have had like a blank face because it's not a series <laughs> that means anything to me. So, on a purely selfish level, I would take Blade over that all day long. Um, just just purely because it's something I'm familiar with. So, yeah, I'm I'm up for that. It looks apart, and I'm coming off a death loop. It's um, they're riding high just now. So, hopefully, yeah, do well. definitely. I didn't even. That wasn't even intentional. But I've got I've got blade on my on my jumper go. right here. There he is. Um. Okay, it's time. Let's talk about it. Sega <laughs> announces the reboots of five classic series are in development. Um. In a trailer that uh, shocked the Chris Scullion maniacs around the world, uh, Sega has announced that Jet Set Radio, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, Shinobi, and Crazy Taxi are all getting revivals. They're in various states of development. Um, Chris, you were. Uh, this was like when this was CM Punk coming back for you. Take us through this. <laughs> pretty much was like they, they, it started with a pretty cheesy trailer, and I was like, um, "Sega, what are you doing here?" Because I was under the impression they they sent invites teasing the, the, this new future to mostly fighting game community people mm. on Twitter, um, which made me think it was going to be a new Virtua Fighter. Um, so when Jet Set Radio came on, I was like totally unexpected. I was expecting Virtua Fighter. Um, so to then, right in a row, get Jet Set Radio, then Streets of Rage, then Shinobi, then Golden Axe, 
um, and then Crazy Taxi. I was just like, that's one of those would have been brilliant. Like, but five of them in a row, and then pl- claiming there's more to come. It's just like, woofed. It reminded me of the, the back in the PS2 days. There was a series called Sega Ages. Um, mm. It was mostly released in Japan, but they brought some of them out like in the West, and it was like awful remakes of of like great games. And and but it was still a novelty at the time because back then it was like, oh, it's a it's a polygonal golden axe. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a, a shittier version of Outrun, but a new, <laughs> one I've never played before. Okay. Um, so it gives me that vibe, but with a it, they might not be bad games uh, kind of yeah um so i'm up for that new crazy taxi will always well it needs offspring in it but other than that i'm I'm up for it um streets of rage looked a bit ropey um but we've already had streets of rage 4 so i'm I'm already had that itch scratch so if this one ends up being bad we can just pretend it didn't happen and it could be like a a final fight streetwise of the series um but yeah um i couldn't be happy that that was my big announcement of the of the night like five like must have games on my list here's the thing what do they charge for these games what kind of size of games are there you can't you can't if it's just if it's just crazy taxi again from a gameplay perspective you can't charge 70 quid for that like mm. you just it's just not possible um what <laughs> is this well there, it's not a package they're like in different stages are these like 30 quid games are these bits and pe- like what are we talking it's here? a weird perception thing as well isn't it because shinobi looks like a like a, t- a 2d kind of cell shaded not cell shaded like a kind of hand drawn 2d platformer so just in terms of pure perception people will have 20 quid at most in their head for that um people would would struggle to justify like full price for a game that has like kind of hand drawn 2d graphics which is probably unfair but that's just the way the gaming public works um it might actually be like a, a compilation of stuff but um probably not because like like shinobi and golden axe might not be big enough ips these days to sell on their own certainly not full price AAA games um so i don't know if they're bundling them all together maybe or if there's going to be a bunch of games with different price points because jet set radio looks like it could be more involved um yeah. crazy taxi if they put enough in it they could get away with it if there's a proper if there's an arcade mode and then a proper mission mode where you do actual which, which plays less like crazy taxi but has like actual meat to it then maybe they could get away with it but certainly like golden axe and and stuff um our phone's going wild as if they've, they've just announced uh even all these games are cancelled i'm afraid oh well just ignore everything i said then um <laughs> I, yeah it, it, it's 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 exciting I, i'm curious to see what the price points are. i'm curious to see more of them because the, the brief glimpses that i got are streets of rage and golden axe it made me wary because I, I like my beat em up, so I need like, those need to be solid. But so I'll need to see more of those. But generally positive. Hopefully, this can be Sega's um, the start of Sega's like Capcomification of their stuff, where they get this big like this golden era of um, uh, reboots and remakes of their. Because I mean, Sega's in a weird position where their Atlas stuff is brilliant. The Yakuza stuff is really kicking on, and Sonic is Sonic is Sonic, but mm-hmm. like stuff outside of that, they don't seem to be um, massively excelling. And it could be just like it can be like their Capcomification because they won't release any Mega Man games either. <laughs> um, big news: Skull and Bones finally gets a release date. Finally, man! Yo, motherfucking ho! Uh, the game is apparently slated to release on february 16th 
24. Is it? No, why is not? it? Why not? I, I think I, this might actually be it. Sadly, I think I think, I think the dream might be dead. Um, I, I, I think it might happen, but um, there's who'd take a punt on it at this at this stage? Like you, you've <laughs> got you've got to wait and see what the feedback is to it because it's either a case of the, the ultimate Miyamoto quote, which apparently then ever ever actually say, and they've just delayed this and delayed this and delayed this until it's the greatest game ever made, or they've reached the point where like we need to punt this out before it becomes Duke Nukem forever. Like we, let's just kind of rip the plaster off, cut our losses, sell however many we sell instead of churning more money into development for this. Um, so it's going to be curious to see which way it lands on. I'm inclined to think it's a latter, um, but I'm happy to be pleasantly surprised. But I, I, I don't think, I, I can't see a lot of people taking a 70 quid punt on it. I think I think you'll find a lot of people just pirate it. Wait. Wait. Don't do that. We'll never beat your pieces of great uh joke from last time we talked about this uh, is great <laughs> talked about the shite um next up capcom has announced monster hunter wilds the next game and the main series of monster hunter seemingly a bit of a follow-up to monster hunter worlds uh ps5 xbox series x and pc in 2025 um this was the show closer um chris this you're not a big monster hunter man um i am a monster hunter worlds man but my my love for the series kind of ends there more or less do you think this is a weird one to close on or do you think this was significantly bombshelly even though everyone knew it was coming uh, it's, it's a weird one like it, it's it's significantly bombshelly for a very specific set of people um yeah. like you say people knew it was coming so i, I would have thought blade would have been a bigger bombshell because just purely in, in terms of the fact that nobody was expecting it um it's it, yeah it's like monster hunter is one of those games that the people who love monster hunter will love it and everyone else who doesn't will it, it, it could maybe would struggle to even get excited for it. Like, like, like I can a new Final Fantasy game gets announced. I don't play a lot of Final Fantasy these days, but I can still be excited for it when I see the trailer because I get what that means and what people are going to um, get out of a new Final Fantasy. And I see a new Monster Hunter trailer, I just go, "All right, it's more Monster Hunter." Like people who are in, yeah. I'll be into it. Um, so it was a, a kind of interesting final one because it's not the kind of final announcement that was going to have all the audience jumping up and down going, oh, I can't believe it. So yeah, it'll be, it'll, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see um, see the game when it comes out, even though it's 2025. But um, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a weird one, um, a weird note to end on, I think. Yeah, um, I've, I think that game will probably end up being banging because Capcom really can't put a foot wrong in the minute. But yeah, it was, I would have maybe shuffled the deck slightly. Mm-hmm. But um Cool to have that finally announced. Um, I cannot believe we got another Hellblade trailer without a proper date. That is absolutely insane to me. Um, it's got a 2024 release window still. It looks the part. Like, oh my god, the graphics look insane and stuff like yeah. that. But what, what what's going on? What's going on with this? Why can't they just give some kind of date? Is, do you think this is a back half of next year job? Probably. I mean, surely if it was the first half, they would have, they would have had something by now. But it's like. I, I, I don't know it's one of those games where it's just like guys you just gotta put your trust in them and hope that, that, that it's going I have no doubt I've no reason to believe that it's not going well Um, development so like they, they, they showed with the previous game that they know their stuff they know their onions Um, but it's like okay well whenever it's ready it's ready if, if this gets pushed back to 2025 later it's going to be like mm, okay but I, th- I think I, I, I think we're looking at back half of twenty twenty four now. Like otherwise, they would have said like April, May, even they would have 
been able to put like a pin in that, but I'm inclined to think it's at least summer now. Yeah, um, I I, I tend to agree. Um, but uh, again, trailer looked great. Um, and that that kind of capped off what I thought was a pretty strong night for Xbox. I mean, they they had their logos with all the Atlas stuff, really positioning themselves with that after having so long of having no Persona games. Um, obviously they had OD and Blade. Um, now in what is a pretty good uh, representation of the Game Awards itself, I've not spoken about any of the awards yet, so let's um. <laughs> Let's get on to them. Uh, the big one, game of the year, Baldur's Gate 3 took that home and what was a bit of a theme. Um, Alan Wake 2 took home best game direction, best narrative, best art direction, best score to music was Final Fantasy 16. Um, I'm going through these as quickly as Jeff did. Uh, best audio design, Hi-Fi Rush, best performance, Neil Newborn for Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, innovation and accessibility was Forza Motorsport. Games for Impact was Tachia. Best ongoing game was Cyberpunk 2077. Mm. Mm. Well, like best On- outgoing game. Yeah, best ongoing into the bin game. Look, that game's good now, but it wasn't, <laughs> and we should we should we should never forget how bad it was. Uh, best community support, Baldur's Gate three. Best independent game, Dave the OC of Stars. Um, best debut indie, Cocoon. Best mobile game, Honkai Star Rail VR AR was Resident Evil Village VR. Best action game was Armored Core. Uh, best action adventure, best action game, and best action adventure game—a very n- needless um, category, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Um, Legends of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom won best action adventure, uh, which I believe was its only award, which was a bit of a surprise. But I suppose this was Baldur's Gate's. Uh, this was really what was Baldur's Gate's yeah. kind of show. Um, best RPG: Baldur's Gate Three. Fighting game went to Street Fighter Six. Family game went to Mario Brothers Wonder. Sim strategy went to Pikmin 4. Sports racing went to Forza. Best multiplayer, Baldur's Gate 3. Best adaptation was The Last of Us. Most anticipated game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Player's voice was Baldur's Gate 3. Content creator of the year was Iron Mouse. Uh, sure. Finally. Uh, robot of the year. Uh, best esports game was Valorant. Best esports... You'll love this, Chris, right? Best esports athlete was Lee. Baker, Sang Hyuk, were you were you happy about that? Do you think you deserved that after all this time? Listen, it's something that the Faker camp has been um, long clamouring for, as far as yeah. I, as far as I know. Um, so I'm sure they'll be uh, dancing in the streets of Faker tonight. <laughs> um, best esports team, JD Gaming. Congrats to um, the whole sportswear JD company. Sports. Um, best esports coach, uh, Christine Potter. Chi, go ahead, Chris. You take this one. No, I'm not going to tell this joke because you fucking rinsed it off me last night. <laughs> I, just, 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 just let everyone know how the how the mechanics of this dynamic work is. That I say something funny on chat, and then can tea leaf here jumps on uh, Twitter and then po- basically writes what I say, and then everyone goes, "Oh, brilliant!" and he gets three likes for it, and we move on. Yeah, well worth it. Well worth it. Uh, best esport event. What, what I did actually like. say was it was good to see Potter winning something. Um, 10 points to Gryffindor um, 2023 League of Legends World Championship won the best esports event uh, uh, let's not debate the winners of the losers because uh, well g- congratulations to those who won commiserations to those who lost the real talking point was um, when people got on stage they were presented with uh, a Geritron 3000 counting down from 30 uh, and once the 30 seconds elapsed they had a big sign which which is truly one of my favourite memes of the year, which read, please wrap it 
up. Uh, Chris, how do you think this was handled? Because it has not gone down well at all. It was handled poorly. I think a lot of the event was kind of tone deaf, um, especially considering a lot of the kind of build up before it. There's a lot of people like kind of putting pressure on saying like you need to say something about because you said something about Ukraine in the past, you need to say something about the Israel Palestine situation. A lot of people saying you need to say something about all the job losses, nothing was kind of really said there uh, from this year. So there, there was a lot of kind of um not not even before you get to the speeches, there was a lot of kind of underground kind of rumbling that's like this isn't you're not like kind of addressing the issues that a lot of people are talking about just now. Um, it, it can't just be like a proper 100% celebration pretend everything's shiny and bright when it isn't um, when it came to the speeches it was like yeah like I, I get that last year one speech went on a really long time and so one of the directions must have been make sure the speeches are kept short this time but um, that's taking the piss a bit <laughs> like, like that, how, how short the speeches especially because we got um, that Kojima thing lasted ages we got I'd, I'd, uh, amateur vaudeville routine with Jeff Keighley and Gonzo the Muppet um, mm-hmm. we had fucking Mackie turn up going shut up shut up shut up shut up to the crowd every two I'm minutes I'm such a gamer so, my kids are going to love this Simu yeah. Leo turned up and talked about his broken foot for about fucking uh, 10 years uh, seriously guys I gotta tell you is when you get old I can I tell you that like yeah. the, 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 your, your legs get fucked when, you, when you're older oh you played Starcraft mate well done fucking go on with so it's like there was a lot of really kind of Fair play to Chalamet came out and said said his lines and got on with it. He didn't come out yeah. and go, guys, when I was a twelve year old boy, I used to love I don't even know if that's his accent, but it is now. Um <laughs> he just he pre- ultimate professional came out and said Modded his bit. Controllers 360 respects the craft of video games. Exactly. He came out and he said, Here's the orchestra and then here's the winners. That's it. Even McConaughey got on with it, like eventually he came out at first and was going, I'm not gonna say my catchphrase that nobody wanted you, mate. What are you yeah. in? And then so they said, "Here's what I'm in. Thanks very much, Gaff." So he even did that, but all the other stuff was like there was a lot of um, non-award winners wanting to be the star of the show, which basically is the Game Awards anyway. Let's face it. Um, so it was a bit of a shame that um, the the Game Awards being given out at the Game Awards were given the least priority. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh... So someone on on Twitter summed up the best, basically saying that they think Gonzo got more time than pretty much most of the award winners and i mean is, gonzo of all people do, does deserve it but like the he the, does he's one of the better muppets it's 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 a weird look and it's always the case where it's let's get these celebrities out and if they just came out if they did the the the, the timmy they just came out and said lovely be here here's the nominees fine they get eyes on the on the show mm-hmm. but they feel the need to come out and do a bit they feel the need to come out and like do a bit of crowd work with all these like journalists sitting in the crowd being like hey brilliant yeah. oh who are you are you the falcon mate a, f- yeah. a heavy I'm, care i'm one of you it's, it's 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 frustrating that we're still at this point in 2023 like some 45 years in the games industry that people still have to come out and justify the fact that they play games you don't sit and watch the oscars and somebody comes out and says, oh, I can't I can't tell you how, how much I love films, mate. Like my, my, my kid loves movies and I love Nolan Bushnell comes I'll, out and starts talking yeah. about it. My, my kid loves Madagascar and I, and I sit and watch it <laughs> with, with him all the time. It's like, you don't have to come out and justify that you like games. If you're here, you're either yeah. turning up for a paycheck or you're turning up because you like games. And so either way, go on with it. Like, we don't care. Nobody's sitting there going, fuck man, I wonder if Anthony Mackie loves games. 
because like that's gonna that's gonna change so much it was i wonder if this will all just be kind of swept under the carpet and um it's like oh most viewed game awards ever most engage. it's like when it's like when um when wwe used to have shit pay-per-views it'd be like it's the most tweeted about pay-per-view ever <laughs> it's the, it generated the most sign-ups to the wwe network um but uh, Half the tweets where people say this is shite. Yeah, there was. Li- I mean, there was literally protesters outside the show, and it was just there was no mention of the thousands and thousands of people laid off this year. No mention of um, Palestine. Like it was. This is the thing. There's going to be. There's going to be backlash now, and there will be stories like following. There'll be statements, and there'll be that sort of stuff, and it's going to get quite uncomfortable to the point that Kelly's either going to have to address it and say either sorry we didn't say anything or some sort of awkward batting it away or he just continues to ignore it and it continues to build because it feels like not not that i'm a soothsayer or getting my my crystal ball out but um i I think we're we're going to see some statements later today from some of those groups saying where were you what happened so yeah yeah and right i imagine that is the case yeah i agree um Final thoughts on the Game Awards. I thought that um, I thought Xbox had a good show. Um, PlayStation had a decent show. They also showed Rise of Ronin, which we, we didn't really talk about, but that looked um, that looked decent. Um, and Nintendo might as well have not been there. Mm. I mean, having lived through the Rise of Ronin, um, when <laughs> when Boyzone kind of grew over back back in the day, oh, then I'm, good. I'm, good, um, good. I'm curious to see their interpretation of it. It didn't seem to be a lot of. Uh, Mikey in 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 that trailer from from Boyzone, but I'll, I'll, Mikey from the rock group Bro- Boyzone. Mm. Little little vault fast here. Do you know Mikey starred in an Irish um, an Irish kung fu movie called Fetal Fatal Deviation? Um, <laughs> Fatal uh, Deviation is an awful name for an Irish kung yeah. fu movie. So, Surely there's right, a pun there. You should look this up. Um, there's a great review of it by the OSW boys. But um, Fatal Deviation. Um, there's a there's a tournament. And and trim uh, in Ireland, uh, it's a Bielsa tournament. And if they went, there's a Mikey plays a gangster, and they're all sitting around cutting up, um, cutting up cocaine with a Tesco club card. And they're like, "Why do we want to win this tournament?" And and my your man Mikey goes, ah, "Because stupid, it's very important to the people of Trim. It's very important to the people of Trim that we win this kung fu tournament." Um, wonderful, wonderful film. Get that looked up. You're, and it contains the iconic line. You're making me look bad, and that's not good. <laughs> I tell you my favourite line from a regional movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever seen a shot. Favourite uh, line uh, from a regional movie: a, a shot at glory, which is a Scottish football movie starring Robert Duvall, <laughs> which is a, the ultimate. <laughs> what a film! He, 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 Robert Duvall attempts to put on a Highlands accent and sounds more like a poo from The Simpsons. <gasps> Um, oh, Jesus, oh. Ren, hello. There we go. <laughs> Ren didn't appreciate didn't the appreciate Robert the, uh, slam. He's a, a, a godfather, Stan. <laughs> um, so, I, the, 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 for those not familiar with it, and I don't know why he wouldn't be because it's such a, a popular film, A Shot at Glory is about Robert Duvall managing a Highland football team because Michael Keaton, who is the chairman, wants to relocate the team to Ireland as if it's an American sports team, not realising that's not how it works. He, and he's like, if we get, if we get the 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 audience the, the the attendance is low enough we can relocate uh, Kilnaki FC to Ireland 
and d- developing on his awful hands. He said, you can't allow it. There's people, there's families here that love this team. You can't, you can't allow it. So they're, they're getting beat during one game. Like Wraith Rovers are always the team they're playing. Like the actual players have Wraith Rovers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you get Didier Gat and all that is always playing for the other team. And they're losing 1-0 at halftime. Somebody nutmegs the goalie. Um, and they're all sitting dejected like at, at, at half time, and the goalie's got us like a stammer, and he goes, "I'm, I'm sorry, Gaffer, but I, I, I should have, I should have closed my legs." And Deval goes, "No, son, your mother should have." <laughs> <laughs> that is good film. to be fair. Highly recommended. Yeah. Ali McCoyston in his best role. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I thought... The game awards were fine. They were, they were. I would maybe say if you're encompassing from an award show perspective, they weren't good at all. But from a winter E3 perspective, which is kind of what they position themselves yeah. as, I thought they were pretty decent. What about yourself? It was fine. Fine, I think is the is the word. There was no. There was one or two like like Blade was the big one. I think for me, Sega stuff on a personal level was the big announcement of the night. Um, that aside, there was no E3 size bombshells, which isn't to be expected. To save all that's for either the summer game uh, summer game fest or kind of uh, the, the the big threes own shows now. Um, so I wasn't expecting bombshells. So we didn't get many bombshells. It was fine. It was one of <clears throat> one of those ones. It's like three hours long. And there's maybe about 45 minutes worth of good stuff and all the rest of it was like stuff you look at and go, that looks all right. And then you instantly Or forget. stuff you look at and you go, oh, that's what paid for this theater yeah, then yeah. when they advertise a Google phone for there's, two hours. There's a lot of games I looked at. I'll need to go back at some point because obviously when, when we cover these things, there's a two-man operation last night. So when you mm-hmm. when you go on VGC and see the numerous stories that are up, appreciate that only two people did that. Um, the You don't really get a chance to watch it properly because as, as one... Basically, when a trailer starts and you can tell it's not a AAA game or, or something that, that we would give priority coverage to, we, we're concentrating on writing so we don't get a chance to properly look at, at the stuff that's on. And then the next day when it calms down a bit, that's when I rewatch it and kind of look at stuff that I might have missed and go, oh, actually, that one looks quite good now. So I still need to do that bit. Um, but so I'm sure there's a lot of stuff there that will catch my eye when I watch it again, but like smaller stuff that might not have got the, the, the column inches in well over time because maybe in... 46 months time when that game comes out you'll then get people saying oh by the way this is this was really good and this is good and this is good and um so we'll see i, I think in hindsight when you when you go back in a couple of months time you look back and go yeah that was quite a good one but for now it's like it's all right it's it, it passed a few hours it's also just get bad vibes based on all the other stuff mm-hmm. like based on the the speeches and the yeah the speeches themselves were very good but they just need more time um yeah that was the game awards um small story just to wrap up and they they showed the first trailer for grand theft auto 6 so they did uh, Uh, yeah looks right it was leaked on monday night uh prior to a tuesday planned review um it appeared on x and low quality with a big uh, bitcoin logo (laughs) on the front of it which is just exactly how these things were destined to go um but 
to be fair to rockstar they were right on it mm-hmm. it was maybe 15 minutes between it getting leaked and them going fuck it here it is let's just watch it and it has not hurt them one jot because it has broken basically every youtube uh record you could uh you could um measure it against um yeah by this point everyone in the world has seen it there's probably not tons more to say apart from it's 2025 it looks ridiculous and um, chris I, I hear there's a lot of easter eggs in this trailer um but I, I, if there was if there was a way to kind of categorize to, to, to catalog them all i haven't quite seen that though i mean there's a few sites doing it um mm. but I, I think you find one of the first to do it and and <laughs> one of the feeder sites was vgc mm. Um, yeah. whose writer was up to half one in the morning going through it frame by frame looking for um, various uh, Easter eggs and other hijinks. Um, so I, I would re- I would highly recommend if you Google GTA 6 Easter eggs and VGCs near the top, not quite the top, but skip skip the ones that are there. Go to VGC yeah. and see um, some hu- rather humorous uh, little, little tidbits. Um, Look, as we all found out this week, plagiarism doesn't matter. It's all just banter. So, like, what, what's, the, what's the problem here? Um, I know. I thought the trailer, when I first saw the trailer, it didn't do a lot for me. But then when you watch it in 4K and you and you look at some screenshots and stuff like that, and you're like, Jesus Christ, the, the mm. thing they are building here in terms of just density of city and stuff like that, it, it, it looks GTA, My like it looks wrong. only slight concern is that and like to to be clear, I'm ninety nine percent. I'm up for it. I'm, I'll be there day one. My only slight concern is that a lot of the things in that trailer were like references to things in real life, and that mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a very GTA thing. Um, they they usually make their own kind of humorous things in here, which are kind of based on real life. It's like satire in real life society, but not quite as like on the on on the nose as like here's the the tattooed joker guy yeah here's the woman with two hammers in her hands like, like the fact that people were doing comparison videos with the real memes the the real viral videos they were based on is that that feels slightly not rock starry that, that they, would, yeah, they would i agree take from other sources so readily um but that aside i'm i'm, I'm well up for it it's they should they i forget a name the female protagonist looks like like an absolute badass Lucia or something she, like that she looks yeah. like she's going to be cool as fuck um i agree but i kind of hope that those bits were like tone rather than stuff that like yeah I hope, yeah I, yeah i don't i don't think you'll be chasing down the, the joker guy right? yeah it does feel like a yeah setting set this is the kind of place you're going to type situation rather than they can't have a trump that's the main thing like they they can ha- they can obviously i mean florida politicians is like a a, a deep enough well to yeah. mine but they can't have like johnny bump who's a an ex-president who lives in a big golf course in florida but i mean i i'm confident that they will um they will nail it because they always do like mm-hmm. gta satire is weird because it ages quite quickly but i think mm-hmm. that's because it's so on the money when it releases that it's obviously going to age pretty quickly but um the interesting thing to me is they're doing a love story for for a gta that's pretty yeah. that's pretty unique um especially coming from a game like GTA V, which was so cynical, so machismo, so gangster. Like, um, yeah, it's. it's I hope they're still looking for a, a reason to kind of legally put hot coffee in it. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll find that we can do this and be allowed. It, it's a weird one. In terms of the satire, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that lands because it's been 12 years since the last one and the kind of social media landscape has changed quite a lot in 12 years where you can't move for satirists now and, and funny 
websites and people going wink wink every time the second something happens in the news there's a million people on twitter cracking jokes about it um satire isn't as um unique or uh, as as kind of oh these guys are poking funny the fun at the establishment as as it used it's to be not have i got news for no, you exactly, anymore but it? it's like it's um it's a lot of people do it you can get it anywhere on on twitter so it needs to be it needs to be like the, at the top of its game and it needs to have the gameplay back up which it always does um but it may this may be a gta that relies less on uh wink 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 uh this is what society's like and more on this is what society's like in the in the context of where you are but get on with the story i mean they've proven they can tell an amazing story without any of that shit like in red dead mm-hmm. you can't you can't make references to some bit of ye olde battle that everyone gets and they can still have amazing characters yeah. so yeah it's um it's except for it's nice. except it's like remember racism yeah. <laughs> like, oh i do I... Me- remember the Ku klux klan <laughs> mind those lads um how long do we see it again i think six months eight months before we get another uh, we, they're so good at like their it'll just be their trailer two and then i think between trailer two and trailer three they'll let people play it and then that will be trailer three will be just before it comes out and then that'll be it they need to do the they also need to do the the gta online trailer where they go he, he, so that is the question what what did they do with gta online ah they have to just they'll, they'll, they'll keep it going for people who are, are kind of committed to that because as long as people continue spending money on it they'll keep they'll keep it active even if they they, they, they reduce the number of servers as the number of players like comes down the number of connections um but i mean a world this size surely it's going to be bigger than gta 4's kind of environment was if they're if the rumors are that, that it's that's taken in a big deal a big chunk of the state rather than just uh vice city um leonidas or whatever the hell it's called um yeah leonida i think yeah Leon, Leon, leonida leonida um then yeah it's, it's it's that massive open world isn't just being made for single players so the the, the, the this is going to be the new gta online as well it's just yeah, what do they do with it? How do they sunset the, the the original one? Do they just kind of let the two of them run side by side, or do they pull the plug right away? I, th- I think they go side by side and they rebrand GTA Online to like GTA Online Los Santos, and you get GTA Online uh, Leonida, yeah. and they they just run them concurrently, and then naturally, as as time goes on, Los Santos will like quiet and off, quiet and off, quiet and off. Um, but who knows? Maybe they have like maybe they have plans to silo off gta online to its own thing where you can go like between locations because yeah. that's always been the big um the big dream to go between gta maps and stuff like that and um, one thing even if it's just a hopper to contain both of them like yeah yeah no, the one thing i want is for them to allow you to play it solo without any pissing around like gta the online <laughs> yeah. because like sea of thieves just that's one of the big announcements this week that wasn't at the game awards that sea of thieves have, have, have now added their solo mode where you can turn off other players and not have to worry about other people that's what stopped me from playing sea of thieves to this point is i don't i'm not interested in other people in boats coming by and acting like fannies i just want to play i just want to try these pirate adventures and if um gta online is going to have more missions that aren't in the main game and is constantly evolving with new stories and new content everything i want to be in on it but as a single player gamer um I don't necessarily want to be in on it with other people. Like I'll, I'll, I'll give you my wee microtransactions every now and then. Like I'm, I'm a willing paying customer, but not if I have to share it with arseholes. Basically, because like it's, it's a, it's with a game with a, a user base that big, and it's going to be like the best selling game ever. 
um, there will be arseholes left, right, and center, and, and I, 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 I don't have the time for that. So, yeah, um, you can do you can do private lobbies in GTA Five, but yeah, they need to have a more like codified way of doing it that is just like because there's tons and tons of missions and cutscenes and like characters from old GTAs that they brought back exclusively for online, and especially like, because annoying. especially because the the, the rumors were that there was story DLC planned. Um, and was then scrapped so they could work more on GTA Online. It's like, well, give us that story because obviously a lot of G- like you say, GTA Online's got a lot of kind of callbacks and stuff. And unless you're a the GTA up until now has been a strictly single player experience, so the fan base was built on single player games uh, from the very first game on the PC and the PlayStation all the way up to um, GTA Four and its DLCs and then GTA Five. Um, so don't now like cordon off a chunk of it for multiplayer because like a lot of people aren't interested as successful as gta online is the it's it's player count isn't as big as the number of people who bought the game so just, yeah. just give them access to it somehow even if the experience is lessened a bit let us play those extra bits of story that is their greatest challenge i have no doubt gta 6 will be like a five out of five single player experience like mm-hmm. it's I, I i would put the house on that like it's and it's going to be a, a ridiculous tech marvel like it's only announced for a ps5 and xbox at the minute um but i assume by that point we're maybe talking about pro versions of these consoles and like is it going to run like gta 5 ran on ps3 like mm. is that is that what we're talking here is it that far advanced or are they are they um, hedging their bets a little bit because it has to run on the series s so like it has to it has to run on the it series has to kick a ball on the series it's S, on like, series S, but also don't forget that it will eventually run on the playstation 7 when the third version comes out so yeah, some people right. might just want to wait for that one i look forward to being at your wake and getting a text being like the gta 7 trailer has like get on it just like hear, a, pi- I hear a ping from inside the coffin yeah when when andy's just like a head in a jar for futurama because he's drank all his, his organs away um <laughs> any more for any more it's been a hell of a week no it has been it has been a busy week um i can't really think of anything i'm sure we're missing something major let me just quickly look at the website because yeah while you do that um there my highlight of the week was the trailer for the new pokemon dlc because it has really hype music in it and they're bringing back all the legendaries i was sitting showing it to my partner like, oh look at this man ho's back look he is back um which was exciting for me that's how next week um so is the god of war dlc uh oh yeah final fantasy 16 dlc dropped last night that's available now mm-hmm. Baldur's gate is available on xbox now so um a couple of little drops there um but i think that's so the just skimming here alone in the dark was delayed again uh oh, which yeah. is a bit um, mortal kombat one's getting story dlc confirmed the zelda's movie director says it was to make it like a live action miyazaki movie is it dei um <laughs> good luck mate that's about oh, oh wait wait a minute and finally the most and finally story of the week outgoing playstation boss jim ryan presented with ps1 style ps5 at thank you jim party um images were posted on social media by uh, sony interactive entertainment staff of jim ryan's retirement party not only were there cookies with jim ryan's face on it um he was presented with a playstation 5 which is modelled after the original PlayStation, including a box um, and a DualSense. And this isn't just controller plate. This isn't just the console plates because they changed the color of like the main middle of the PlayStation, which is uh, which is a first. Mm. Um, ignore the hilarity of a thank you Jim party, which is is 
they obviously loved him. Like the idea that he was sacked is hilarious to me because as <laughs> as Chris Drung said on this podcast, they called him fucking Uncle Jim at PlayStation UK. Like the man knows what he's up to. I th- that that it's the thirtieth anniversary of uh, PlayStation One next year. Is are they going to actually make this PS5, PS1 a thing? Yeah, they will. They did it with PS4, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did it with PS4 and it was fucking impossible yeah. to get. That is like my dream console, that, that PlayStation so they'll, they'll 1 do it PS4. Again. make it just as scarce and like have everyone... It's buzz in it, it builds buzz for it. So yeah, yeah. Um, As long as they sell the controller separately like they did last time. Because that, that, that controller with the correct coloured buttons and stuff is a bit of me. Here's another one. Here's a talking point for the kids to walk away with and, and discuss amongst talking themselves. Talking point. Um, it's something that's been like kind of playing in my head since this was first announced, and now that we've had an update this week, where Nintendo has shown the first footage of the Donkey Kong Country part of of you know Nintendo World and Universal Studios. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Like outside, outside like it, it's, it's it's weird that Super Mario is such an enormous franchise, and you get it. You you see a Mario World and you go, yep, that's that's the one. Donkey Kong Country is far more niche, and I get that they put Donkey Kong in the movie and they're pushing Donkey Kong in the movie, but this isn't Donkey Kong from the movie that you're getting a world based on. It's Donkey Kong Country, and you're seeing like some of the enemies from like the the Wii game and the Switch game. And I'm like, kids don't talk about that. Kids yeah. don't talk about Donkey Kong Country, and and it's like. I wonder how popular that land is going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. Personally, old people like me will be up for it, and some kids will be up for it because it's Donkey Kong. But you wonder if that should have been a Zelda land or something. Mate, that's just the only Pokemon reason land. they 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 haven't done this is because I think they have bigger plans for it. But yes, Pokemon like Pokemon Land would be. See, like w- Disney has been open about the fact that their biggest regret ever is that they never gave J.K. Rowling what she wanted to build that Harry Potter land because it was Universal's like most successful mm. land ever. Pokemon Land is going to be like that times a million. Like people are obviously super into Mario, but Pokemon is like a different thing. Yeah. So I have to assume, like they've started incorporating Pokemon parades into Universal and stuff like that. They must have plans that are like beyond just an expansion or something could, like could, that because like you, you could there's a lot of pokemon i went in the summer there's lots of pokemon stuff there even though yeah. like you say there's, there's pokemon was a specific part of the parade uh with all the other there's all the universal lands are represented in the parade you can snoopy and hello kitty and uh, mario obviously and and, and uh, the minions they're big in japan apparently and then at the end it was Pokemon, and it's like, well, okay, well, Pokemon isn't the event in Universal, so why are you pushing that? And you walk past all the food trucks, and it's like you can buy like a, a Bulbasaur's arse with like a pastry in it. Um, yeah. And it's like, well, they, they love they're really into Pokemon here um, in Universal Studios specifically. So what's going on? Um, yeah, it's it's a weird. I'm I'm I'm, I'm so excited for it. I'm, I'm desperate to go again and and see it, but. Um, I, I just wonder how popular it's going to be because Donkey Kong Country really isn't I don't think it's as big an IP as Nintendo thinks it is Donkey Kong yes, Donkey Kong Country no um, the, the 30th anniversary of Pokemon is in 3 years so maybe that's when they say that's when they announce that it might be time to do something because um, I mean there's like 15 Pokemon centres in Japan like it can sustain a, a real are you thinking theme a separate park, theme like, park? rather than just a section maybe on like. universal property universal property but i don't i think specifically because the pokemon company are so mm. like 
they're the only subsidiary of Nintendo that kind of has Nintendo by the balls. Like right. Nintendo does what the Pokemon company wants, not the other way around. So if the Pokemon company are like, we don't want to just be like the universe, Universal Studios featuring Pokemon. We want our own thing mm. in collaboration. Like Miyamoto said, like we wanted to do a park, but we don't know how to build a park. So we did it with Universal. Yeah. I'm sure Pokemon would be the same, but I think that's how they would do it. Um, and I would be first in the queue. I'd be just battering every child in front of me to to get on uh, Charizard's uh, ride. <laughs> Charizard's ride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, let's wrap it up there for this Friday edition of VGC A Video Game Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan Midler, Chris at Scully1888. Thank you to Grant Cartcope for the VGC Podcast theme song. He's over there. He uh, Grant's here, there, and everywhere. He, he never actually does any work. He does one song a year, and then that's it. To the amount of royalties he makes on this podcast alone, the yeah. theme song. It's just it's all the ukulele tunes. It's Andy sitting listening to them crying in his shed. It's like, oh, what could have been? Now I'm running this shitty website. <laughs> um, that's it. Send any questions, comments, and concerns to podcast at videogameschronicle.com, YouTube VGC, TikTok VGC underscore news. Until next time, say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris. Thank you for joining VGC for the Game Awards coverage. Go and read the website because and, and tell us if any of it's English because there's truly no way to know. But until then, deal it. VGC, a video games podcast, is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.